What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey everyone and welcome. My name is Felice Skirwitz, and today I am going to talk to you about the healing power of God. This is episode 236. And you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with And please visit mediaangels.com, our sponsor, and look for the books One More Child, A Few Minutes with God, as well as character planners for the entire family. Well, friends, healing comes from God, and not only for past believers, as it's written in Scripture but it's for today as well. I've done some other podcasts on miracles and praying for miracles. And I have a couple of those links in the show notes for today's episode that you can go look at on the website. But really what I want to talk to you about is miracles that can happen today, that can happen to you, as well as people you know. The past month you've listened to podcasts in if you've listened to them in order, there was a reoccurring theme about Christian resolutions and how to avoid anger and how to overcome guilt and how to overcome laziness. And we know in our heads that all these things are good and they're good to work on. But do we realize that the good news, the power of God is that he is a healing God. When we think about healing, we think about spiritual healing, which is important. But so is the miraculous healing of our body. And in scripture, we read many times that God said, you know, go and sin no more. And then the people were healed. So they were healed within their hearts and then they were healed within their bodies. And the Lord's amazing because he knows how we operate as humans, right? And that for us, so much of it is based on the spiritual aspects of our life. And so today I am privileged to share a story of a friend of mine. She had this miraculous um, happening in her life and I asked her if I could share it and I really want to interview her at some point. So, um, you know, check back often and um, hopefully I'll be able to put that link in and if you follow our email list, uh, which you can subscribe to at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. 
I'll be sure to put that link in the emails that we mail out um, once I can secure an interview. But right now, I think she's still processing it. it this happened over a month ago, but um, you know, she's still processing what happened in her life. So this friend of mine is a really close friend, and um, you know, we we went on vacations together. We homeschooled for many years together, and I would call her one of my very best friends. And I really love this this lady like she's a sister. Uh, I really do. Whether I see her often or I don't see her, it doesn't matter. She's in my heart. God brings her to mind to pray for her. I've prayed for her husband many times. And, you know, every time I think about her, I just smile. So I was surprised to receive a call and have her, you know, kind of uh, tell me, you know, something happened. And she told me she was diagnosed with cancer. And to say I was shocked um, is an understatement. So as I listened, she recounted all the ways that the Lord had blessed her and turned her life around. And she went on to explain how right before Christmas, she had, um, you know, been having this pain in her ribs and she finally had it checked out. And her husband is an orthopedic surgeon. So she mentioned it to him and he said, you know what, you can come to the office and we'll take an x-ray, but I'm super busy. So I'm not going to really be able to meet with you. So she went in and had the x-ray and then told the technician, you know, she was going to go home because she found out her husband was seeing patients. So uh, she wasn't able to meet with him. So she, you know, of course, I'm sure she prayed, you know, when she left and, um, you know, and she kept said she kept checking her phone, um, hoping that her husband would, you know, text her and then she texted him and I'm not sure if she called him or not, but, um, he never got back with her until the end of the day when he was coming home. And, um, you know, so she, as soon as she talked to him, you know, they, they chatted and then she said, well, what were my test results? And she said he didn't want to tell her on the phone, but she kept insisting. And finally, um, he told her that he had sent the x-rays to his brother, who's a radiologist in another state. And all he said was, this is a patient and this was taken in my office, but he didn't tell his brother that this was his wife. And they both came to the same conclusion that the patient had cancer. Now my friend was floored, not only that, but that the cancer had spread and there was a huge cyst that was putting pressure on one of her ribs. And, um, you know, she was telling me about, you know, exactly, you know, what the x-rays showed and, you know, I was kind of listening, but I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, you know, what, what thinking, you know, what kind of cancer is this? And, and she said, well, um, you know, part of the cyst, I guess she had felt that there was a bulge, you know, under her ribs and she didn't even know what that was, you know, but she had felt it. And so anyway, she began praying and when her husband arrived home, they were both upset, but they also continued to pray. And what touched me was as she was telling me this, she was, went all like the bulk of the conversation was on this amazing sense of peace that God gave her and the sense of well-being and that, you know, um, she was sharing like some of the ways that she struggled, you know, in her walk with the Lord and we all struggle, right? And that how the Lord lifted those burdens and, um, and she was just like floored at the grace that God gave her. 
And she said, you know, that as she was praying, she told the Lord, if I'm going to return to my old ways and the, the way I used to feel, I don't want to be healed, you know, but, but if I can continue on as I am, then, then please heal me. And she also shockingly, and I guess not, I shouldn't be surprised um, because as I said, I dearly love this friend and she is an amazing spiritual example to me. And she explained that she was happy to be spending time preparing for death and, and that she felt that suffering was a gift and that she was going to be able to, you know, um, not die suddenly, but be able to prepare for her death. And second Timothy four, seven says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. She was an example of keeping the faith and fighting the good race. She was continuing the fight, but she was keeping her eyes on heaven and not on the things of this world. And so, you know, as she was telling me this, you know, I was thinking, gosh, this is like a spiritual healing. And interiorly, she was healed, you know, from things that she had struggled with. And this was such a gift to her. And I was so touched as I was listening to her share this and thinking, oh my gosh, I, you know, and she said, you know, sometimes you don't, you know, I've always kind of wondered, you know, if I was in a situation where I was dying, you know, how would I react? And, you know, that in this moment, God gave her that grace. God gave her that ability to be able to cope, you know, not once in her telling me the story, did she say, you know, oh, why is this happening to me? And I'm so bitter and, you know, God's punishing me. No, none of that. You know, it was all, um, you know, a, a sense of a deep abiding love of God and for his will in her life. And, you know, she has five children and she had to call and tell them. And of course, you know, everyone's in a different walk with the Lord. And so, you know, she had to, you know, deal with everyone being upset, you know, and here we are, you know, it was like right before the week before Christmas. And, you know, and I think what kept resonating was that she was happy to be preparing for death and she was given the gift that surpasses all understanding. She was given peace. And I, as I, as again, as she's telling me this, I'm sitting here in shock and I didn't really say that much. And all these thoughts were racing through my head, especially when she said, you know, shared about, you know, we don't know how we're going to react, you know, facing our death. And, and so, you know, as she spent time telling me all of this and about, you know, contacting her kids, you know, the more she told me, the more upset I felt. And, you know, and then I, I, I remembered the scripture verse and, you know, I'm really good at paraphrasing, but I looked it up. So it's Philippians four, seven, which I know I've shared that verse with you so many times. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then the other verse I thought of was Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Here she was called to be a witness. She wasn't bitter or condemning God or her situation, but saying that at that moment, she felt the Lord's presence and healing in her spiritual life. It wasn't that she didn't pray for healing, but she was at peace either way. 
And the story continues with uh, the next day she was able to get a CAT scan and her husband cleared a schedule to attend with her. And, you know, he told the receptionist that he wanted to talk to the doctor after the scan was completed. And he did. My friend waited in the waiting room at the request of her husband when he was finally able to go talk to the doctor. And she said, you know, normally I would have insisted on hearing what the doctor had to say. And my husband said, no, you stay here. And she said, okay. And she goes, even that was the grace of God. Even that was, you know, I'm going to just stay here and let him handle it. And she, you know, she shared too that, you know, even though her husband's a doctor and I know this family really well, and I love, I love uh, her husband as well. And he's not the kind of person that throws around his weight. Like he never introduces himself as Dr. So-and-so he just says his name. And so, you know, she said he, she was just so proud of him, of how he was assertive and said, you know, I'm Dr. So-and-so and I want to, you know, be able to, um, you know, deal with this. And, you know, that, that was so unlike him as well. And later her husband, uh, told her that the reason he didn't want her in there was that he didn't want her scared or, you know, he wanted to be able to talk doctor to doctor and he didn't want to have to watch the questions he was asking in case he might alarm her. And that made sense. But the results, friends, the results were miraculous. The CAT scan showed that all was clear. There was absolutely no sign of cancer. And as she told me this, I had trouble grasping what she was saying. So I kept saying, you know, so you don't have cancer, you know, wait, 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 you know, the, the results were negative. And she said, you know, it showed that her ribs were perfectly normal. There was no cyst there. There was no spreading of cancer. And a CAT scan is so much more detailed than an x-ray, which is why her husband had requested it. And, you know, he had the other x-ray and they were comparing it side by side. And he kept going through each part with the doctor. And again, I said, so you don't have cancer? You know, I, I just couldn't, couldn't grasp it. Um, and so that was the good news. And she was able to call and share it with her children. And, you know, she said the biggest struggle was that one of her children really wanted her to get more results and get more tests done. And she said she and her husband both felt that the scan showed reliable results. And if this hadn't been her husband who initially, you know, um, had the x-ray in his office and who went along with her, I might've also said, yeah, I would, I would like to see something else. And I really think you need to, but you know, her husband's a doctor. He was right there with her and he had sent it the first results to his brother. And so anyway, I was so surprised that she was healed physically because when she, you know, said to me, like, why are you surprised? I told you at the beginning that it had a happy ending, which she did. I don't know that I mentioned it to you guys, because this is a short version of, of our conversation. And, um, and I said, yes, but as you were sharing, I was so touched by what God did to you and the blessings he gave you, um, the grace that he gave you in the midst of this ordeal that I thought the healing you were talking about was spiritual because God can heal us different ways. And the spiritual element is typically what happens, right? You know, we might be healed spiritually, but not physically. 
And so, you know, she said she still had some pain, but, um, it was a couple of weeks later and she said, while it wasn't totally gone, it was still there, but not nearly as severe as it had been. And so she prayed and asked the Lord, you know, why, why do I still have this pain? And this is the remarkable thing she felt the Lord saying, so you do not forget what I have done for you. Wow. What a, what a miraculous, um, sense that she received. And when I share this story with my children, they said, you know, if it had been you, mom, I too would have asked for additional results. Well, I shared with them, you know, that might be, but if you're, if you don't believe that God can heal, it doesn't matter how many tests are run. You'll want one more. Second Chronicles nine, six says, but I did not believe what they said until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half the greatness of your wisdom was told me. You have far exceeded the report I heard. There are so many other scriptures, you know, uh, doubting Thomas. He said he would not believe that the Lord had risen until he put his hands in his side. Can we not take a miracle at face value? Of course we can. Should she have another test? Maybe. But for those who don't believe, it doesn't matter how many tests are run. They're still going to ask for another. And she has proof. Most people don't have the proof of an x-ray and then a CAT scan. You know, she has the proof that her brother-in-law in another state, who's a radiologist, came to the same conclusion as her husband. She has proof that the CAT scan showed all is clear. Praise God. In the books of Acts, we read about the disciples after Jesus rose from the dead and how they reacted to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the living God. Jesus promised he would not leave us, but that he would send his spirit, and he has. Acts 10.38 talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all those who are under the power of the evil one because God was with him. As Christians, we read about the healing of Jesus through the scriptures, such as Matthew nine thirty-five through 38. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Friends, the question is, are you willing to be sent out as workers into his harvest? Miracles happen, and when they do, we need to share them with others. I'm sure that my account of what happened wasn't exactly what she told me, I mean, other than the results were negative and the first results were positive. But when I recounted the story, I'm sure I'm recounting the parts that, that touched me. And this miracle was close to home in the case of a dear friend. We don't understand why some people are healed and others are not. God does greater works in our lives when we are open to him. The other day we were in a small gathering and I asked this friend to share her miracle with another friend and she hesitated and became teary eyed before she gave a very, very short version, but in essence, the same 
that her healing was spiritual and physical. She said it took several weeks to process what happened, what happened, and she's still processing the information. The same with me. It took me days to process what happened. For a couple of days, I couldn't even really function. I kept thinking about it and praising God and just being so delighted for her. We expect miracles, and then we're shocked when they happen. But even greater than that, the biggest miracle is accepting God's will in our life. And I feel that my friend did this in a way that I still cannot comprehend and only could be by the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace of God. Only God has the power to heal. But we can ask, can't we? She called to let me know um, that she was giving a testimony to a local prayer group. And um, she said that after this testimony that she gave, and um, they had asked her not because of this miracle, they didn't even know about it, but because she's shared her testimony many times. And um, she said that in the audience, there were many people who had cancer or pre-cancer. And so she spent some time afterwards and prayed for them. God equips us at different times with a need that we don't even know that we need. And here he prepared her for this situation. I praise God and I thank him for the happy ending that my friend had. But he wants us to see that miracles happen every day. We don't need to witness them, you know, but when we do, it just edifies our faith. It just makes us feel that yes, he is alive. Yes, my God, the words that are in the scriptures come alive even today. And so friends, I want to leave you with this week's challenge. This week, your challenge to see the miracles in your life each day, to thank God, to praise him, to thank God for the miracle of life, to thank God for that rainbow, to thank God for that beautiful sunset or sunrise, to thank God for so many things that happen each and every day. Don't look to the left or to the right, but keep your eyes on the Lord. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.